T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fam. High noon in the District of Columbia. Shout out to my boy Justin Barch. I don't know what year. Got a year on here. 2018, I went to his 40th birthday party. They made t-shirts. I've been wearing it ever since. I love this t-shirt. I just ate a bunch of uh, char-grilled oysters and my hands were super greasy. So sorry, Barch. I just wiped them all over my t-shirt. But I do love the shirt. Happy 40th birthday five years later. Um, Also, shout out to my boy Nate. Food is fantastic. Always love, love, love when you do a food drop, brother. And uh, those oysters, I just told B. I mean, my favorite, the, the best char-grilled oysters in the world are in New Orleans. I'll put those up with them, man. The folks over at Hank's Oyster Bar know what they are doing. All right. Phone lines are packed. And as I said, we're going to do a full phone segment. Landfill said it couldn't be done. B. Mitch said I wouldn't do it. To hell with both of you. We're doing it. Now, eventually, this segment's going to get off the ground, but we keep having breaking news as we go to this segment. So whatever you want to talk about, you can. If you're mad at me, you want to say what I did wrong, go for it. That is the name of the segment. But because we have all this news with Scott Turner, we want to talk about it. Let's start with, all right, we're going to go in chronological order, my man, Bill in Fairfax. Bill, what up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling, Billy. Um, My point is, Whoever, you know, the Redskins, or I'm sorry, the Washington football team's um, offensive coordinator, if you're the one being offered the job, other than maybe two or three select offensive coordinators, it's the best job out there. If someone offered me the job, and they're going to pay me a million dollars, I'm taking it. More more than that, more than that. Don't shot change yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with you, dude. (laughs) It's an opportunity, and of course, yeah, there are three or four guys in the league that get multiple offers, and they also can go pretty much to the better teams. Exclude those guys. Everybody else, it's the best job on the market, and if they're offering you the job and they're paying market rate, it's absolutely the best job. Why would you walk away from that? There are many, Redskin, or I'm sorry, I keep saying that, there are many commanders assistant coordinators, coordinators, either head coaches or coordinators in the league right now, and it did not seem to hurt them in one in any way. So I think it's a great job, and you take it unless you're an idiot and you wait, and then nobody offers you a job. Thank you for the call, Bill. A lot of those guys that got coaches, they weren't really coordinators here, right? Uh, Bill, thank you for the call. What do you Uh, mean? LaFleur wasn't a coordinator here. No, none of those dudes were. I mean, the coordinators <laughs> here were McVay and then O'Connell. Yeah. 
And they weren't the play caller. Jay let Sean call plays his last year here. Mm-hmm. But Jay called the plays. Um, Shanahan was the coordinator. Shanahan was, sure. Once. Yeah. But once, that was, I mean, you're going back 10 years there. That was 2013. <laughs> um, Jimmy the Great, is that is that this dude's name? Jimmy the Great? It's his, na- his name now. Jimmy, what up? Jimmy, you're up. Jimmy, you're not so great. You know you're on the radio? Jimmy, back on hold. That's his new name. What did Jimmy do wrong? I, he wanted to tell me what I did wrong. Jimmy, you don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> D is in D.C. D, what up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, man. All right, thanks for taking my call. So I got a question. Um, I'm trying to figure this out, but if the commanders have already let go of their offensive coordinator and we have a potential new owner coming in, let's say this new owner comes in and wants to clear house and bring in his own head coach who then wants to bring in their offensive coordinator. Why would someone take that job now if they could possibly lose it in the next couple of months? Because they signed a three-year deal and it's guaranteed. Perfect. Because right. <laughs> they, they get paid. They're going to yeah. get paid out. Un, it's completely unfair to players, but coaches' contracts are guaranteed. So keep okay. this so, in mind, so too. Even they do, so even if they do let him go, he's still going to get his money. So he's yeah. paid. Yep. Hey, Scott, Thank Scott you, signed an extension in the offseason. Right. He Scott money. signed an extension last year right around the combine. So Scott's getting paid. And then whatever job he takes, let's say Scott gets hired to be assistant OC – with Pittsburgh, I don't know, right? He could come in and be like, "Yo, you only have to pay me two hundred grand because I'm collecting call, you know, whatever the number is three million. Uh, you negotiate a salary, and if it's let's say it's three point eight, and he's making two five here, right? They got to pay the one point three. The team here played a two five, right? Or if you want to just do a favor for somebody you're in the coaching world, coaching buddies with, you're like, "Yo, I'll take the job two years, three hundred grand." Don't worry, I'm still getting paid from Washington. Yep. So it's called an offset contract. The only rule in coaching contracts is they have to offset whatever other money you make. So if you're making a hundred bucks in the NFL, in the NFL, yeah. If you're making a hundred bucks, they got to pay you that hundred bucks until the end of the contract. Now, if you go take a job up the street making twenty bucks, they got to pay you the eighty. So mm-hmm. you're getting the full <laughs> compensation one way or another. Um, let's go to Ben in Maryland. Ben, what up, dude? Hey guys, how we doing? Doing well. Okay, great. So the the, the thing that you did wrong, JP, was uh, two things. Here. Well, one thing you did wrong was taking noon phone calls before noon. That was the big <laughs> the big mistake. That was uh, somehow I got goaded into that. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> so that's the only thing I can think of. The thing you did wrong. Yeah, it's because I don't do wrong things. Else. But he said that's true. We don't I'll, take calls. Don't say you're gonna take calls until it's time to take the calls. Exactly right, Brian. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, that it's was me. kind of a no-brainer Hi, for me. I'm the In problem. Event, it's me. <laughs> exactly. So the second thing, I think that the O-coordinator job is going to be a, a lucrative job and an opportunity for any offensive coordinator because you have some talent, but I would want to know what the plan is for the offensive line prior to signing on the dotted line to see how they're gonna, what their plan is to upgrade it because those guys were just god-awful. And if your plan, regardless of what your plan is, you got to be able to protect the quarterback and to create holes for the backs in your quote-unquote power run game. So I kind of want to know those questions prior to. But I can't imagine there's not an offensive coordinator that would be looking for a job that wouldn't consider coming here because, as you alluded to earlier in the conversation, earlier in the segment, there's only one, there's 32 of them available. 
so you're going to cut your teeth one way or another. And if, if you're a new guy and if you're a, a retread, you're, you want to continue something. So but I think it's I would going to continue be even from, from somebody, that. But I want those. But even from that, there's 32 jobs. There's not 32 available. There's maybe six. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. maybe 15 available. And of the 15, there's maybe five where you get to be the play caller. So you got to really exactly drill right. that down. I didn't mean to interrupt. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying I that, guess I interrupt that, everybody. Uh, that's something that I do wrong. And that's the other thing we can add to the list of things you did wrong, but that's all right. <laughs> so, so, so I just think that there's, it's an opportunity for whether it's a new person that's coming up through the ranks, uh, regardless of organization, that wants to put their mark on something and say, hey, maybe let's take a shot. And if we do finish, as Brian said, take, we go 10-7, and seven, look what I did before I got fired with what I had to work with. Um, I think it's an opportunity. It can, only, it can only help someone in their future, in my opinion. Yep. Thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate you, man. We got to change this thing. You got it. Call in, start talking. JP will tell you and show you what he does wrong. <laughs> I got a couple uh, couple of things you did wrong here, JP. I'm stunned you do, Landfill. Uh, you told people to call about football during what uh, JP did wrong. So that's something you did wrong. People want to talk about football because a coach just got fired. But do we have a, a segment? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's from Ahmet. You didn't ask Ron Rivera about surgery for Jamin Davis, despite knowing how much Rivera <laughs> loves surgery questions. Uh, and then another one from me. Uh, you absolutely de- you absolutely destroyed all of your credibility by claiming that Arcade Fire was from Houston, despite being over-the-top famous for being from Montreal. Wynn Butler grew up in Houston. Not the same thing as the band. Wynn Butler grew from up Montreal. in Houston. One of my favorite songs. He has a song lyric, I dreamt I drove home to Houston on a highway that was underground. Two things people know about Arcade Fire. Hipster band from Montreal. That's all I'm saying. That's people that don't have a deep file on the band. I have a deep file on the band. They're one of my favorites. I'm from Plaquemine. I'm from Plaquemine. I played in Lafayette. What, what Am is Beamish most Lafayette? famous for? Washington, D.C. No. That, you just proved my point. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I have a prediction. This segment's going to get quite contentious. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because they're talking about you. <laughs> Daryl in PG County wants to talk about Jason Campbell. What up, Daryl? Huh? What's going on? Not What's much. Up, brother? How are you? Hey, what's up? Yeah, my thing is, I was talking more about the dysfunction of the team more than like Jason Campbell because, like I say, you got a young quarterback like Sam Howell. Now he took the whole year to learn the offense. Now you got a new offensive coordinator, and now you got to restart his development again with another offensive coordinator. And then if Ron Rivera gets fired next year, then you got to restart his development again because he's going to be bringing in the new coach will be bringing in his own offensive coordinator, just like they did Jason Campbell. When Jason Campbell was here, I think he had like, what, five different offensive coordinators in the five years he was here. And then when he went to the Raiders, he had a good year until he broke his collarbone. But it's just like with Peyton, because, you know, Tom, to me, Tom Brady is a quarterback. Everybody want to call him GOAT. I don't see him as being a GOAT. It's just like a mechanic that's been doing working on cars for 30 years. He can just hear certain things in the engine, and he'll automatically know what it is. If you keep a quarterback like Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Peyton Manning in the system like they was in so long that they know the system like the back of their hands, then they know where to throw the ball. They can do the stuff with their eyes closed. But if you keep continuing changing offensive coordinators and this, that, and the third, these young quarterbacks and never get a chance to develop like they did. All right, man. You're not wrong. Dude. Man, it, it, it's a really good call. What if we uh, change in the coordinator position and we all of a sudden decide we're going to keep Carson Wentz because we think the, the coordinator is going to be able to work him out? 
What y'all think about yeah. that one? You know what, B. Mitch? That's, that's exactly why. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, that's for a segment called What Did B. Mitch Do Wrong? <laughs> Suggesting. It, it Thank you for the call. I didn't suggest anything. I'm asking a question, and I'm putting it out there. I said this last night on the podcast, and I'll say it right now. If Carson Wentz is on this roster when we go to training camp, I, I will leave it all behind. I will sell my home. My daughters and I, my wife, we will move to an undisclosed location, and I'm going to start a fresh life. Hey, man. I'm going to start not, a fresh life. Don't say that stuff out loud. What dude. do you think I can be? You remember, I, we had somebody right here on this station saying somebody was uh, brought to this team, they would go, they would go uh, move. They were going to quit their job. Remember that? Who Was that Rooster? Yep. Who, uh, <laughs> Deshaun, maybe? All right. No, it wasn't Deshaun. Because it no, happened. he said if they were going to sign Deshaun Jackson, I'll quit. No, no, no. He was before Deshaun. Deshaun. Get Rooster's ass in here. You, there's food floating around. You know he's going to try to find it anyway. No, it was before Deshaun. And well, whatever he, he said, multiple times. Whatever he, he said happened. And, but he didn't leave his job. It was definitely Deshaun Jackson. Maybe he did it multiple That's times. That's right. Just, I, was, I was thinking Watson. It was Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was Jackson. Um, all right. Uh, we got we got a bunch of people named Drew on the line. Drew, what up? Did I do anything wrong? Hey, what? hey man, look. Look, I love your passion, man. I love your Appreciate passion. Appreciate it. When you, was on the field, when you was on the field, when all this stuff went down with consequence, man, I, could, man, I, drunk, I drank three, four drinks for you. <laughs> Thanks, look, dude. I just want to put this out. Hey, be Mitch, man. I, I stay smoking your cigars, man. Man, keep up the great work. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, hey, I just want to put this out here, and I'm going to make a couple of points. Steve Smith made a comment three or four years ago about Scott Turner, how he calls the offense. It's very predictable. And to go back into this game, you know, third and one, you're running up the gap. This is all – you can you meet potatoes up the gap. They run, a, they, run a, they run a sweep. And they did the same thing in Cleveland. So you go right back. You know where, you're, you know where your power at. And then with Mayhew and, and uh, Ron Rivera, they talk about they want a two-to-one ratio – but the things that you needed, you know, as far as your offensive line, you got rid of. You got rid of your premier players. You didn't try to keep your line, so, you know, you're contradicting yourself. And I think Ron, he needs to go into player personnel and be a GM. And let if you're going to bring an offensive coordinator in, you're bringing it in for his mind, his innovation. So you don't tell him what you, you know, what you do. You got all these pieces, all these good receivers out there, but you want to stick strictly to the run. So why are you getting all these fast receivers out there? And then if you want to run, you don't have no black and tight ends. And like uh, Jake Rudin, when he was here. I think John Bates is pretty good block and tight end. Yeah, but I'm just saying, look at when uh, Jake Rudin was here and you look at the Gibbs. He had tight ends. If you want to be a running offense, that tight end got to be just like an O-line. You just have to, you know, you have to get your pieces in it. And also, I'm going to say this on the last thing. You know, Mayhew, you man, he he's washed to me. He's another person that needs to go, man. You know, the game has passed him by. You need to let somebody innovate. And also with Del Rio, I know I might get some feedback. He should have got in Del Rio's junk too, because in that Cleveland game, you're gonna play a soft zone coverage and you let them go straight down the field and you dogging them all game long, then they're gonna score a touchdown. Did the same thing with Dallas just before the half. You go to a soft zone, defense is killing them, let them stay in that lineup and let them do what they're gonna do. I'm Thank, just telling you, man. Thanks this- for the call, Drew. <clears throat> Appreciate you, buddy. Um, good, solid call there. Um, there's a lot to be mad about, man. And mm-hmm. one thing people are going to be mad about is the phone lines are lit up and we have a guest coming. Um, we'll do one more. <laughs> Kevin That's is. That's something you did wrong, JP. <laughs> Joe is in. Fa- Where is Joe? Manassas. Joe, what up? What's up, JP? B. Mitch, love the show as always. Thanks for taking my call. But I know what you did wrong, JP. What is it? You know, you joined the. Pod Fluting Country Club in D.C. with a $2 swing. And the fact of the matter is, 
you you got to get a lesson before you start joining clubs like that. Come on, JP, and some of your some of your outfits, some of your outfits after these games, those post game. Man, come on, man, those sweaters. Man, come on, JP. What sweater? That was Pete. That we got to do better, Pete bro. We got to do Pete better. With the sweater. No sweater for me. Nah, you and and you, I man, have a, at sweater. least a three dollars swing, the- sir. Thank you for the call. <laughs> you know what's? You know how dumb I am. Speaking of what I did wrong. Scheduled a golf lesson yesterday thinking, hey, the season's over. I'll be ready to go. I was pretty busy yesterday. (laughs) Yes, Landfill? You scheduled a golf lesson yesterday, but you couldn't come in here? I scheduled it after the show. Oh, yeah. You thought you weren't going to be busy yesterday, huh? I I scheduled it for 4 o'clock yesterday. How'd that go? That's that's not very Shout out to Blake for rescheduling. Sound Uh, like another guy who didn't bother coming in but has something going on later. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin is in Fairfax. Last is one. Is he a president? Kevin, oh, what I president. Do, he's running for president. <laughs> Kevin, what I do wrong, dude? Hey, guys. Uh, love your show. Um, I'm on Jones on you a little bit. I don't, I, I've never heard of a, of, of a white guy not, <laughs> not liking turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sucks. So, and, whatever. And, and, and hold on, hold on. And the, and the guy touched on uh, what you know your clothes and stuff. I don't know about the sweater, but I remember that post game show. You had that black hat with the big white stripe. I'm like, man, why can't my man sport a a, a commander hat or something? Hold on, is this Doc Walker's burner? Because <laughs> Doc Walker gave me a ton of grief about that hat. I think I thought that hat was fly. Also, for the record, I bought that hat at a Seven Eleven in. Beltsville, I don't know, right there next to the stadium. That's for what you seven did bucks. wrong. That's what you did wrong, right there. For seven, seven, I got that hat oh for seven. You got on a suit, and you go put on the seven eleven seven dollar hat. It was cold, hat. man. It was cold. Uh-huh, yeah. Listen, listen. My other, my other thing I wanted to say is what I hated is when uh, we got Coach Rivera, and then he started bringing all his guys from his uh, his team and players like Samuel, and he was a bust <laughs> the first year, and the money we paid for, you know, it just. It, it's like basically getting the same leftovers from Carolina and once he started bringing all his people here. Thanks for the call, Kev. Appreciate you, pal. No. When we <laughs> return, uh, our friend Ben White, Politico chief economic correspondent, super fan of the Washington Commanders. Let's talk to Ben, who has an analytical mind about the removal of Scott Turner as offense coordinator. Don't go anywhere. It's Beamish and Finley. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U S and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning 24 seven help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. Right now, time to get to the BetQL guest line. Welcome in our friend, Mr. Ben White from Politico, from CNBC. Chief Economic Correspondent for the B. Mitch and Finley program. Ben, what's up, dude? What do you make Yo, of Scott friend. Turner getting booted? I thoroughly approve. I thoroughly enjoy I thought he should have been booted midway through the season, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so step one, you know, in the rebuild. But um, I, Scott Turner has been on my must-get-rid-of list for a while. Uh, watching that offense struggle the way it did with, the weapons it had. I mean, granted, you know, he was saddled with not great quarterback options and that left a lot to be desired, uh, but he, he was just uninspired and the play calling baffled me multiple times and drives that should have been point producing were not point producing uh, way too often. So um, I hope, wish him well. I hope he uh, catches on somewhere else. But yeah, it had to happen. And uh, the first domino to fall. First domino to fall. Do you think there'll be any more and is it going to be any serious ones? Or yeah. everything else is going to be support. Well, again, we get back to what I'm sure uh, we'll hit on at some point, although no real news on that front, the, the sale of the team. Uh, obviously, new ownership might have interest in a new coach. I don't know what to do with Ron Rivera. I think you can make a good case for not keeping him around. You know, he's had a few years, and they haven't turned it around. And frankly, you know, it's not the thing that they should fire him for, but, you know, going up there and, and admitting you had no idea you could be eliminated. I mean, I know you focus one game at a time, you expect to win, all of that. Still, it's uh, absolutely unthinkable and unconscionable. I have no clue that uh, you had the potential to be uh, eliminated. It doesn't show a real head in the game kind of attitude. You know, maybe the new owners would keep Rivera as possible. Um, I don't know any other big dominoes other than, you know, they'll have Howell and then whoever else they bring in, right, uh, for quarterback. I don't know who that is, but they got to get somebody to compete with Howell. Although I didn't watch the Cowboy game, but I watched the highlights, and hey, he looked pretty good. You know, I mean, who knows, one game. It wasn't great, but uh, a couple of real good throws, a couple of good runs. Got out of some, um, you know, sack situation. So he's obviously not your guaranteed starter, but I would put him in a competition with somebody and see what happens. And then they got other things to do, like that in the secondary, I think. Um so I don't know about Rivera. What's the buzz down there on his future? Um, more or less that Snyder's not going to fire him because Snyder's selling and yeah. everything's just so up in the air with the sale that everything else is kind of just 
going by the wayside, frankly, and, and it remains in right. limbo. And, you know, maybe next year if they can finally break through, win 10 games, get to the playoffs, the new owner yeah. might keep them around. I, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it apparently Ron made clear yesterday that he and Martin Mayhew have a meeting with Dan and Tanya Snyder this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so could something come out of that? Sure. Um, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say my expectations are high, but you never know. you got to wonder who else is in that meeting. Is Jason Wright in that meeting? Is Marty Herney in that meeting? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, h- how broad does that go? What is the evaluation like? It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. B. Mitch and I did this earlier, and I think it's kind of an interesting exercise if you're up for it. Uh, the, the offense didn't work. They averaged 18.9 points per game, fewer yeah. than 19 points a game. It, it, it ranked them in the bottom third of the league. Um, they were 24th in points. When you go to blame why the offense didn't work, We'll give you a hundred chips. What is your okay. what is your blame pie look like? Okay, so all right, I got a hundred chips. I'm gonna put you got to put a big chunk of them on Scott Turner. Uh, you know, maybe even fifty uh, on Scott Turner, just because I think there were opportunities with different calls in a lot of games uh, that would have produced more points, you know, that they made stupid calls on third downs or, you know, they ran, uh, you know, those attempted uh, wide receiver uh, bubble plays or whatever they were and other stuff that just didn't make any sense to me or goal line situations that they didn't show any creativity in scoring. Uh, So that total would have been higher. I don't know how much higher, but it would have been, you know, give it, four or five points a game, you know, at least, if not six or seven, uh, that goes to play calling. Then quarterback uh, would be 25. I mean, Wentz sucked once, and then Heineke was, you know, a gamer, and we all loved his uh, moxie, and and he got us that little streak going. Uh, But he was not uh, the answer there for a while, and turnover prone, and and made some bad plays, and gave Wentz a chance again, and he sucked again. Surprise, surprise, Mm. we all knew he would. So, 25 there. I think the rest of the personnel on offense, I mean, I spread it around. I think it's pretty good. I mean, you obviously have some uh, talent running back and wide receiver and tight end, some of it underutilized. You know, I think the offensive line could use uh, an upgrade. I think they need another starting quality offensive lineman to really make the run game work even more. And they've got the, uh, the backs to do it. You know, I love some of the guys on the roster, Richardson and, and others, um, even Antonio, I haven't soured on him though. Other people have, um, but they, you know, they need another big body uh, to really make that happen. Uh, so then maybe 25% uh, on, on the line or other personnel. That's kind of how I break it down. I think, I think I got to a hundred there. I listen. I'm not going to correct your math, but yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to figure. You it should out. never correct this math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was told there'd be no math. I do math in my day job, but yeah, I mean, 50 percent Turner, 50 percent, 25 percent quarterback, 25 percent line. So there, there's all. Talking with our, so so you know, mine was I gave Turner a third of the blame. I then mm-hmm. gave the other. I gave 17 of it to the O line and 50 percent to the quarterbacks. You okay. can, so we're in the same ballpark. Yeah, you could you could give. You can look at a lot of different ways to measure quarterbacks. There's analytical ways. There's old-fashioned yeah. statistics. Whatever you want to look at, he had pretty much awful quarterback play for three yeah. seasons in Washington. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fair. But he and, chose um, him. I mean, well, yeah, Ron chose yeah. him. That's true. I mean, they went out and got wins, you know, and I, that's that's on Rivera, but it's it's on Turner too. Uh, but it, yeah, I would give Turner more blame had it not been for the fact that you know he had subpar 
quarterback play, and that's the most important piece of uh, any football team or any offense is a quarterback who can deliver the ball accurately and not turn it over. And they put themselves in a lot of bad positions in games with uh, untimely fumbles and turnovers, and that's not on Turner. But the selection partially is, and just the play calling is just garbage. What's most important in all, on offense going forward? Is it getting the yeah. offensive line corrected or trying to go get a quarterback? I think uh, QB one, O line two. You know, I mean, you just. But if you don't, if you get a QB one and you don't get a good O line, then you basically got a QB one who's going to be a QB two or three anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. But I just think the offensive line is is not terrible as it is. You know, they got some pieces, and I know they've had injuries and mixed people around, and it hasn't been um, as good as it might have been. Uh, But they, they do need a piece, but they need a quarterback first, uh, and then right after that, uh, an alignment of starting caliber, and then probably after that, a, um, a secondary player in the draft. Like, I'd use the pick that they have uh, for the secondary, and then I'd look to free agency for quarterback and offensive line. They do those things. Um, they should be in a better position and have a better play caller. Uh, I do like a lot of pieces on this team right now. And I like the fact, even though I didn't watch it, that they went out with some energy uh, and some enthusiasm. Like, I'd like to see Chase getting fired up and, you know, the Cowboys did try to win that game. You know, they had an opportunity to win the division that they won. It was a long shot, but it was possible. It was on the table going in and, and they just made them look silly. And the Cowboys were granted, just made a lot of dumb mistakes with the turnovers on the uh, kickoffs uh, and that sort of stuff. But um, the fact that the, the commanders players, particularly on defense were, were super fired up and, and into it gave me some hope for next year. And I love McLaurin and I love, uh, you know, Richardson, I love a lot of the guys and Chase and Duran, if they can keep him. Uh, so this piece is there and two or three ads plus a better play caller. And I think they're back in the mix of playoff caliber teams. Yeah, I mean, dude, they were in the mix most of this season. Yeah. They just didn't get Should've it done. Been. They um, just laid an egg on those last few games in, in sort of inexplicable fashion. I, mean, I guess explicable because the, the great Heineke ride ended uh, and Wentz was who we thought he was. But there were other elements to that collapse that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I, I, I did want to switch gears a little bit. We're talking with yeah, our friend. Sure. Uh, ben White from Politico. Sorry, I just saw your DM. I was in there eating. Oh, yeah, no worries. Oysters. I mean, I'm happy to do it off the top of the head. I just thought maybe you had something uh, economic that I should look up. You know, I never know what's in your uh, fevered mind <laughs> it, on the economy. Not, and, no uh, crypto so. today, so you're good. Oh, yeah, um, cool, cool. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, it, see, I, I remember the first time I ever even heard of the debt ceiling. I was a young yeah. reporter, Wilmington, North Carolina, and this dude, Alario Pantano, was running for Congress. And that's the right. first time I ever, he was he was running for Republican Congress, kind of Tea Party time. And he told me that we're going to eliminate the debt ceiling. I'm like, what the hell's the debt ceiling? In in that 15 year span, this thing has become a constant issue for us. Yep. Is it like, are we staring another one of these? Yeah. Down so. again? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, it's not clear when we got some time. Um, you know, into 2023. To do it, Treasury had some borrowing room last, and it's not an imminent crisis, but it, it could be a real big problem. And for this reason, uh, the new speaker, um, you know, Kevin McCarthy from California, gave up a whole lot of authority to get that job. Uh, and among the things he gave up was, um, you know, he, he can have one vote and toss him out of the speakership, which is a very small margin. Uh, one person can call for a vote. And uh, they do the Hastert rule named after Dennis Hastert, which means anything that passes has to be a majority of the majority, so a majority of Republicans. There's a path to a debt limit increase that includes moderate Republicans and uh, most of the Democrats. But 
it will McCarthy risk losing the speakership to do that? And all of these very conservative Republicans don't want to raise the debt limit at all, or they want to do it in addition to cutting spending in ways that Democrats won't do. And the whole debt limit itself is idiotic and should be gotten rid of. It's anachronistic. All it does is allow the government to borrow money to pay for stuff that Congress has already appropriated. You know, it's just paying our bills. Mm. Uh, it's not new money. They're not appropriating the money. It's not about it's about what Congress has spent. Uh, and then Congress is going to turn around and say, OK, we appropriated this money, but you can't actually issue debt to fund it. Uh, it's insane. And it's like a tool used by idiots to threaten the U.S. economy uh, to exact, you know, political capital revenge from their opposing party. And it, it is it should be gotten rid of. Like, I bet this conservative guy was saying he was going to, like, not raise it or not let us borrow anymore or whatever, rather than eliminate it. Conservatives hate the idea of eliminating the debt limit. But in reality, it should be eliminated because all it does is serve to create crises and potentially impact the economy. Be every once in a while, I, I like to think I got some words, like I, I can break out a, a word. Ben White yeah. just dropped anachronistic for, I believe, the first time ever. On the <laughs> and, and we believe it's a real word. We just know you promote some words sometimes that we can't find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not making that one up. It is anachronistic, and it's a throwback to an earlier era uh, where maybe there was a, a point to it. I mean, it was a, a relic of early days of the uh, of the republic, and then later on. But now it doesn't serve any useful purpose. It serves only as a political tool with the most important thing that this economy has, which is the full faith and credit of the United States government, which has been largely unquestioned through our 200 plus year history. And it's what underpins the entire bond market. It's what underpins the entire global economy is the U.S. Treasury. Uh, and if you call that into question, um, you created an enormous problem like in 2011 when Republicans did this and we got downgraded for the first time in our history by S&P uh, from our AAA rating. And we did not default, but we came very close and markets went crazy. And if we did actually default, it would be a nightmare. So they're just playing around with this like it's some kind of, you know, easy to uh, deal with political toy when it's actually a giant, um, you know, triggered atomic bomb. Well, let's hope um, that sounds like a Batman movie and hopefully yeah, not realistic. Let's not, let's not do that. Yeah, let's I'd not prefer to not I mean, have that happen. And yeah, hopefully and it, it we doesn't. probably won't. But they'll figure out a way, you know, they usually do. We always have. We got that one time real close and a couple other times slightly close because of, you know, the Tea Party movement and its aftermath. And now we're in a situation where the dynamic in the House is set up under McCarthy in such a way that it may be hard for him to cut a deal to raise the debt limit. One way or another, guy. He sold out. out. He wanted to get that deal, man. When, when you're a when you're, when you're a teenage boy and the first time you get real close to kissing a girl, that's very right. cool. When you're you grown-up adults and you get close to sending the U.S. economy into disaster, yes. that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. That's not cool. Kissing, good. Uh, debt ceiling, uh, bad. Uh, you know, busting bad. And giving up everything under the sun for the speakership is he made a devil's bargain here. Like, yes, I don't know did. how long he's going to last under it. And I understand the ambition, and he's always wanted to be speaker. And in the end, he took whatever deal would make him speaker, but – he is going to be uh, on the hot seat and in a tight spot multiple times, particularly uh, on the debt limit. Uh, ben, not getting political. That dude Gates gets whatever his name is Gates. from Florida. He's got a real yeah. punchable face. That guy seems like, <laughs> real squirmy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And there, there may be somebody named uh, Sarah listening to this right now who um, has thoughts about. Well, didn't that, that some dude from, from Alabama others. tried to fist fight him right mm -hmm. in Congress? Yeah, him and Green. Uh, that's awesome. Ooh. 
We need Wouldn't more fist fighting. Fist fighting more guy? kissing, I mean, more listen. fist fighting, less debt ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be yeah. the puncher or, for y'all. <laughs> B-Bench is just, designated you know, puncher. We got to run, Ben. You, Thank you, as always, brother. Yeah. Katie's on the floor. Okay, talk to you. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's our guy, Ben White. Nobody talks about football debt ceiling and who we should punch better than Ben White from Political. Don't go anywhere. Pete Haley joins us at 1 o'clock. Before we go, who's our guy, B? Paul Henry. Paul Henry's our guy. I work with Paul Henry. B works with Paul Henry. They do great work. I was texting with him last night. B had one of his guys at your house this morning. That's the level level of service you get. If you got to get something fixed or you you got a question later, they come back and they take care of you. The prices are always great. The product is always great. Call Paul this month. You get $100 off windows with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Brian called me and said, man, I'll be there. It won't take that long. I said, about how long? He said, maybe an hour and a half. He was in and out like right at an hour. Took care of his business, made sure everything was set up right, got everything working, and I rolled on out the house. And the man even took some Windex and cleaned all the windows. Not the one that he was just coming in to fix and work on. He cleaned the whole door in the back of the house. So you don't have to do that. You know, we could take it. No, no, I'll take care of it. They go above and beyond what they need to do. And I've told you all, he's replaced all the windows in my house, took care of some doors in the back, and everything has been working out just fine. Call Paul right now to receive $100 off windows with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today and tell him B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, Brian Dayball, Kevin O'Connell. It doesn't Not take... to mention, both of these men have ties to Ron Rivera. It doesn't take three years. I will say, though, in defense of Ron Rivera... He made the playoffs his first year as a head coach in D.C. True. That's true. Mike McDaniel, Miami he was Dolphins. Limping, but, you know. He limped in, but he made it. Mike McDaniel, Miami Dolphins. Know what they're doing this weekend? Playing the playoffs. Playing the Bills. It might get smoked, but they're in the dance. Mm-hmm. First year, not a first year head coach, but first year in a new place. How about the job? They done? had winning records. Let's say that. You can't you can't tell me That's that landfill to try to make the damn situation look better here? Hey, give Rooster a mic. Can you hear me? I'll yell. Hey, Rooster, what? Rooster, what did you say you were going to retire if it happened? You were going to quit oh, your job if uh, if they signed Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, you're still working. How'd that go? <laughs> I'm still working. <laughs> Rooster, they did sign him though, didn't they? They did sign That's him. why he just said he's going to move out of town. I'm starting a new life. If, 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 Carson, uh, if, Wentz, if Carson is on, on his roster. If, if Carson Wentz is on the current contract on this roster at training camp, no, you can't I'm starting it. a new life. That's not what you said. You said if he's on the roster. I'm buying a Toyota Corolla, and I'm moving to the mountains, and I'm going to work at a hardware store. You should move to Israel or London, wherever Dan's going to wind up. I don't know that he's taking me with him. I've, I've never Y'all been, might become good friends I've never there. been on the Lady S. Y'all might become have you ever there. been on the Lady S, Rooster? I, I have not. I know people that have been on I the know Lady people S. That have been on. Have you ever been on the Jet? Uh, I have not, not the Charter. The Jet. I've been on the Team Charter, not on the Jet. Um, pop quiz, hot shot. 
The Giants are playing the Vikings Sunday at 4.30 on Fox. Yes. What do the Giants and the Vikings have in common? What do the Vikings and the Giants have in common? They're both in the AFC. <laughs> Correct, but not what we're looking for. Yeah, they're both going to be on the same football field Sunday afternoon at 4.30. Correct, not what we're looking for. Um, There's one specific answer. Landville, do you have a hint? Give the rooster a hint. cockle doodle doo to you. Uh, it's something to do with their coaches. It's a good hint. Uh... Rooster just smoked a cigarette. If you was were Mike listening at home. Kafka part of the Vikings staff at one point? I <laughs> that don't has know. nothing to do. With <laughs> no, that that is incorrect. No, that's wrong. Wrong. I mean, listen. You asked me a question that I haven't even. They're thought both of. first year head coaches in the playoffs. Brian Dable, both oh, of them, and Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. There you go. Duh. That's obvious. Hey, listen. My brain is dead from covering and dealing with it. I, I know. I know. I'm not out there all the time like you are, but my brain is still dead from absorbing all the idiocy of the commanders over the last 14 years that I've been around. Landfill. This was a masterclass from the rooster in making something about himself. That was just. That was. That was rooster 575. You only. You have to be in rooster graduate school to get to Way that to class. Go, rooster. Brain dead rooster. <laughs> Proud of you, rooster. If there's any food left in those containers besides the lobster roll, that's for me. Help yourself. So I, think I, I have a, a question for you guys. It may not be big enough for you, but there is a salad. So I have a question for you guys. You know, Pete and I do this little radio show over on the other side of, in of the, the much floor. Nicer studio? You guys come here yeah. at like, much nicer studio. Much nicer. Right, but you guys come just, here at nine. Is, is well, the okay, well, nicer. so this feeds in perfectly to my question. You guys, you know, come in to do your show, which starts at ten. Am I allowed to invite you guys? To come in and do when you're show planning with the great Landini over here. How much like show at, planning like do we do? How much Am show I allowed to do that do or no? Done around here, huh? How much we, show we, we show plan at night? Yeah, you show plan at night. Yeah. same same thing with me. So I can I can say, hey, B. Mitch, hey, JP, can you come in and land and Landy Poland is not going to get mad at me. Quick question, Phil. Do we ever invite Rooster in? <laughs> no, nah, he just comes in. But... It just kind of happens organically. Wait a second. Wait a second. I never turn on my mic unless yeah. I'm I'm told to do so. I might come in. I, did. I just came in during your show and was talking to you guys. You could have had me stick around. I'm happy well, to come on. you had a show to do. I'm happy to come on, dude. Also, they would need to be here. I usually get here about 9.55. <laughs> wait a second. Phil said we would have to be here to be on his show. <laughs> he, he's... There's no throwing under the bus. No, we no, we live it. in a transparent society. I get here about 9.52 every day. Uh, listen, so, I mean. You want me but he, he used still... to say he got here at 9.32. Right. Well, you know what? Football season's over. Maybe I'll get back on my winning ways. Dude. All right. I, 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 just, I just want to make sure that I was not disrupting your rhythm. You know, I, I know the I, powers that right, be. Well, it sounds like Rooster hey, believes in the rhythm. Hey, method. hey, Rooster. Rhythm. We know how to adjust. All right. We go with the flow, baby. Okay. All right, you you guys are you guys are cool. We're Unlike, so smooth, it's ridiculous. You know, we just like Scottish vodka, Maryland made. It's good to be on. Amazingly smooth. We love you, Rooster. When we come back, another guy we love and harass, Pete Haley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.